When you're in the market for a new car, you want a vehicle that conquers your daily commute, easily handles the elements, and looks great too. You need the reliability of a Toyota and the confidence that your investment will last. Why? Because after all the carpools, shopping trips, and weekends out, you want a car that still has plenty of miles left in it and holds its value for a great trade-in deal. That's where Toyota leads the pack as the number one resale value brand for 2024, according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So check out the all-new, fully redesigned 2025 Camry or test drive a stylish and affordable Corolla sedan or hatchback. And remember, when you choose Toyota, you're not just buying a car for today, you're investing in trade-in value for tomorrow. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals, for more. Vehicles projected resale value is specific to the 2024 model year. For more information, visit kellybluebookskbb.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Toyota, let's go places. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast that gives you strategies and tips for how to build happier habits into your daily life. This week, as we've been talking about, it's our very special episode featuring travel hacks, all about how to make travel easier, more fun, and less hassle. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and with me is my sister Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, I have already used some of these listener hacks on my recent trip to LA, but alas, I was in Los Angeles, but I did not get to see you. I know. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And yes, Scratch, I would just had to work pretty much the whole time <laughs> you know. were in town. Um, and it was just one of those things that couldn't be avoided. So I did not get to see you or Eliza, who was with you. So that was a huge bummer. I know. Um, but, you know, it was what it was. Um but I am happy to say, even though I didn't see you in your trip, I did pre-order your new book, <laughs> Outer Order, Intercom, which is now available for pre-order. So that is super exciting. Oh, well, you're such a nice sister. I know. Um, in in uh, in your podcast, Happier in Hollywood, you got you and Sarah have talked about the season of sacrifice, mm. and I felt like it was the season of sacrifice that we didn't yeah. get to see each other. But we will see each other soon. So yes. Now, one of the things that we've got coming up is we're, we're going to talk ac across all the podcasts on the Onward Project Network. We're going to talk about the idea of using Labor Day as a catalyst for self-reflection. Now, we use Valentine's Day to get ourselves to focus about, you know, our love and affection for our sweetheart. We use Mother's Day and Father's Day to reflect on how much we love and appreciate our parents. We use New Year's resolutions as a way to think about how we want our life to change or improve over the coming calendar year. And so what we're going to talk about is Labor Day as a day to prompt each of us to think about our work. What is happening in our work life? 
what might we want to change? What might we do better? Do we need more time away from work? We want to use Labor Day to remind us not to just be getting through every day without taking the time to step back and ask ourselves big questions. Yeah, I can't. Um, I can't wait to talk about this. It's just you know, labor. My my work is so big in my life, especially right now that. Um, This is a very relevant topic. Yeah. So if you have ideas, suggestions, things that you're going to be thinking about or working on um, as part of your Labor Day reflection, please let us know because we will be talking about that um, closer to Labor Day, which in the United States is September 3rd this year. Okay, Gretchen, let's dive into our very special episode about travel hacks. We heard from so many people. Yes. Such amazing hacks that in a million years I never would have thought of, but makes so much sense. This is really exciting. Yeah. Um, So many of them I've already put to use. Now, the first one, Mm -hmm. the, the number one suggestion that we got from the most number of people was to make a list, make a packing list. And... But I have to say, Elizabeth, I have made a packing list in the past. And when I just came to L.A., I forgot to check my list mm-hmm. and I didn't even think about it until I was on my way to the airport. So don't Oops. only you need you, you need to make a list and then also remember to consult your list. Um, but that mm-hmm. was the number one recommended hack. And then the second most recommended hack was to create a travel toiletry kit. So yeah. you don't forget something when you're packing up your toiletries Instead, you have a complete set of everything you need whenever you need it, which I need to do. I think this is, believe it or not, I don't do this. And I think it is such a great idea, especially because, like, I need my insulin yeah. and my, like, test strips and these sort of various things that that I, I live in fear of forgetting. I remember when we were doing our live show in San Francisco and you and you had switched purses and you yes. didn't have all that stuff. And we, we you were you were like freaking out and we it all worked out fine. But it was because of you didn't have your like go bag. Yeah. So I'm going to create this for myself. This is great. Uh, now, one thing I've noticed, Gretchen, and maybe this is why you didn't even feel the need to check your list when you were packing for L.A., is that when you're traveling a lot, it gets easy, and it's when you rarely travel that it's more difficult. Yeah. No, I think you get out of the habit of it, and when you're doing it a lot, absolutely, you get more in the routine of pulling what you need. I think that's exactly right. Now, listen, before we share more hacks from listeners, I want to offer up my own hack, which was one of my favorite things from when I had little kids which was to have a fun bag. And mm. in our case, it was this clear backpack um, that was like child size. I think a toy had come in it, but it was a really good backpack, so we kept the backpack. And I would fill it full of little things, like little figurines or like the nutshell library books or like a little bag of goldfish or a little thing of crayons and a small pad of paper. And I would sort of look out for things that would fit in that I thought my Mm -hmm. children, and I would hold them back so they wouldn't see them all the time, but only when they had their fun bag. And then when we would get on a plane or in a car, I would hand them the fun bag, and then Mm. they would have fun sort of going through it. And that was a really good thing to just keep them occupied while we were traveling. And Gretchen, I have to remind everybody about one of our hacks, um, which was a travel hack, which is the Ziploc bag for toiletries. Yes. That you don't have to use a regular toiletry bag. You can use a clear Ziploc bag and we do reuse them. So we're not wasting. Yes. These are yours for years. I think you've got one from like (laughs) 2002 in your suitcase. 
Um, and it is, it's just nice because then you can just see what's there and if things spill, it doesn't matter. And it, 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 it's just a good hack. They don't take up any room They're They seal. Yeah. Yeah. I will post a photo of my Ziploc toiletry bag so people can see. I'm very proud of how mm-hmm. battered it is, but it's still going. <laughs> um, and then another hack, Gretch, I wanted to mention is when you check into a hotel to ask, um, the person at the front desk, like, is my, do I have a good room? Does my room have a nice view? Um, do you think it's a good room? Because a lot of times if you sort of push the point, they will give you a better room. Not necessarily really? an upgrade, but a better view, which ah. is the main thing that I usually care about. Ah, they just spontaneously say like, oh, let me see if there's a room like that. Yeah, if you just say, oh, I really don't want to be looking at the parking lot. Um, they'll go, well, let me see what we have. And then they'll go, oh, actually, this is better. This is closer to the pool. And they'll switch it. Oh. Um, and usually I think they, like, a lot of times they'll just try to give you a bad room to just, like, fob off the bad rooms. Oh. And then the people who push the point are the people who get better ah, rooms. I literally have never thought to do this in my entire life. So I'm going to try that the next time I am staying in a hotel. That is excellent. Okay, let me know. Let me know <laughs> if you feel like you've got a better room. Excellent. Okay, and here is a hack from a listener. Sarah from Vassar, Michigan. My travel hack is to pack a 13-gallon-sized trash bag and use it as a hamper for your dirty laundry. When you pack up, it keeps your clean laundry separated and fresh in your suitcase. When you get home, take that bag straight to the laundry room. Thanks. That's a great idea. Great idea. Adam will love that because he hates having the dirty laundry mixed in with the clean laundry. Oh, there you go. Problem solved. Now, Barb writes, we've taken many long, memorable road trips with our kids from the time they were tiny until now when they're in their 20s, and we listen to an audiobook the whole family can enjoy. She lists some of their favorites, Terry Pratchett's The We Free Men. The sequels are also good. Harry Potter, of course. Roald Dahl. The Gregor the Overlander series by Susan Collins. That's the series she wrote before The Hunger Games. Yeah, I think this is great. I love listening to audiobooks in the car, and there are many books that both children and adults can enjoy, so that's a great hack. Yeah. And Lisa has one, Elizabeth, that I did just use on my trip to L.A. Uh, She says her favorite travel hack is to fold clothes in plastic dry cleaner bags before putting them in my suitcase. This does an amazing job of preventing wrinkles, even with the most wrinkle-prone fabrics like linen and cotton. I do that. I have like one dry cleaner bag that I keep reusing Mm -hmm. that I will use to pack, and it really does help eliminate wrinkles. So you had a wrinkly outfit and you felt like it was okay? I did. I had linen pants that were very wrinkly, and I used this hack. But I also used the another hack from this listener. Let's listen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Liz. Kelly from Elizabethtown, longtime listener, second-time caller, packing for San Diego. And I have another great hack, which is to pack Downy Wrinkle Releaser. It's perfect for if you have, like, wrinkled T-shirts or pants or whatever, you just spray it on and hang the clothes up, and the wrinkles vanish. It is magic. Thanks again. Bye-bye. So, Elizabeth, I went out and bought Downy Wrinkle Releaser in a travel size to use on this trip. And I have to say, between these two hacks, I was absolutely flawlessly unwrinkled in my clothing. (laughs) I've never even heard of such a thing. I'm going to order this the second we're done recording because I need this at home. I mean, 
So many clothes I have get wrinkled, but they really could be worn again. But I just yeah. have to get them dry clean because they're too wrinkled. So yeah. I'm very excited. This is like beyond travel. This just, is a, just a hack. This is just a hack. <laughs> Courtney says anyone who is a runner should check in at the front desk of their hotel for any suggested routes or places to avoid. I was at a beachfront resort for a conference with my husband recently. I had planned a running route just along the main road, but before I set out, I happened to ask the front desk and the woman gave me a small map that had a suggested running route. I was treated to a beautiful view of the ocean instead of just the fronts of hotels and restaurants. This is great. And also hotels often have maps. If you need any kind of map, yeah. that's something I've only discovered in the last few years. They, they often will give you maps of all kinds of useful things. Um, and Gretch, here's another caller with a hack. Hi, this is Sarah from Arkansas, and I have travel hacks for traveling with a family. We recently drove to Colorado with a six-week-old infant, and instead of panicking about the quality of gas stations that we found, I just set up a little tailgate diaper-changing station with a quilt to put the baby on, diapers, wipes, all the things that you need. And it was just so calming to me. I just felt better, even if a little odd to some people, to keep the baby at the, on the back of my car so that I did not have to worry about cleanliness and having such a young infant. All right. Y'all have a great summer. Bye. And then, Gretch, Leah told us that she used to pack earplugs for loud hotels or trying to sleep on an airplane, but she's discovered that the White Noise app is even better for drowning out loud noises, including a seatmate talking or a bedmate snoring. So, Elizabeth, I, I downloaded uh, an app for White Noise. I didn't use it, but I downloaded it so that I have it at the ready. And mm -hmm. someone, right before we recorded this, sent a hack about White Noise that her, they were traveling with their dog. And although their dog doesn't usually bark, he was barking in the hotel because there was so much mm. news, new stuff going on. So they played the White Noise app in their hotel room, and that meant that their dog didn't bark. So that's another way oh, to use White Noise great. while traveling. So, yes, explore the... The world of white noise. Oh, that's great. And then a hack from Andrea is to travel with a power strip. Um, this is really helpful, especially if you're in a rental home that might not have that many outlets. You know, now when you're traveling, especially if you're traveling with other people, there's just so many devices that need to be plugged in. If you have a power strip, um, you know you're going to be able to have outlets for everything. And also you don't run the risk of forgetting a device because you put it off, off in some faraway corner because that was the only place you could find an outlet. This way everything's all consolidated in one place. Um, so pack a power strip. That's a great a hack. Well, Gretch, that's a great idea because, I mean, any family these days has just like so many devices. Yeah. Uh, one outlet is not enough. Um, <laughs> and, you know, now a lot of backpacks and carry-on bags even have plug-in outlets. Yeah. You have to, of course, charge them up. But that's another sort of convenient way to plug stuff in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's something that we all need to take into consideration now. Now, Suzanne had a great idea. But I have to say, I would put this in the category of advanced hacks. Uh, this is works if you're pretty organized already. So her hack is for when you have a car full of stuff on a family driving trip. If you have a one-night stopover on your way to the final destination, pack a hotel bag. 
one suitcase that will come inside the hotel. Each family member puts pajamas, tomorrow's outfits, and toiletries into that one bag. That way you don't have to unravel the entire car for that one night. That is a great idea, but you do, like, you've got to have your act together pretty seriously to do that, mm-hmm. but it could save you a huge amount of time and annoyance than to bring yes. in every single thing in your car. Yes. Gretch, coming up, Odelia, our producer, is going to weigh in with her travel hacks. But first, this break. There are some stories about our father's life that I truly never get tired of hearing, from hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting. His retelling of the events always brings me joy. Just in time for Father's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all his stories for our family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your father or father figure's life for years to come. And, Gretch, you get a book of all these stories. And I love just keeping a book on the coffee table and anyone from any generation can see a story from Dad, like what was his favorite toy or what was his first job. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Give all the fathers in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com happier. That's storyworth.com happier to save $10 on your first purchase. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. I now work with a team, and I am here to say that finding the right candidate and hiring the right candidate is one of the very biggest and most important challenges to anyone who has a small business. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So, Delia, you've got a couple travel hacks you want to lay on us. Yeah, I have some travel hacks. I've learned so much by the way my mom travels out. Mm. And I always think about her when I'm traveling. And because <laughs> she, she is such an expert and she has her whole routine down. The one thing that she always does is she always brings snacks. Mm. And so I have copied her and because it's often a lot healthier and cheaper than what I can get on the plane. Yeah. So I usually go and make a quick Trader Joe's run because they have such good little things to snack on and they're all so fun. Mm. And I did that last time I traveled with my boyfriend and I was as I was going through and shopping, I was just like, well, I'll pick out all his favorite treats. I know he Aww. loves peanut butter cups and I know he <laughs> loves and then or like he likes to live with wasabi seaweed. So I had a lot of like little fun things for us to kind of eat. And it ended up being like a little airplane picnic. Oh, I love Love that. Yeah, it was really cute, actually. He still talks about it, which is really funny. Oh, it's very romantic, the airplane picnic. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of surprisingly romantic. It's it was a very yeah, it was Aww. a little too cute, but yeah. Not um, too cute. That's right. I think that's cute. a great hack. Yeah. Uh, thanks. 
<laughs> and the second thing that my mom always does that I really admired was my mom always has several like beautiful glossy magazines that were an extra special treat that she mm. would just take with mm. her on the yeah. plane. And she always would hold off so she wouldn't open them until she was like waiting for the plane to take off. She just would just save them. And she would sometimes get me one and the rest of the kids. So we always we always had something to look at. And um as I've traveled as an adult, I kind of take that and I put my own spin on it. So I try to have like a great novel to read. Mm. So last year I read Elena Ferrante's Neapolitan novels while I was traveling. I don't know if you've read those, but they're just such um they're big books, but they're also just such a fast read and so entertaining mm. and it just made the whole gave the whole vacation a feel. I feel like when you read a great novel, it makes everything so memorable. Well, I do that in I will save a novel to read on an airplane because I, because I do a lot of I love to read on airplanes, mm-hmm. but there's a certain kind of book that works really, really well on an airplane. And so um, I think that's a great idea. And, and also the magazines. We used to do that when our daughters were smaller. They, we, we would never buy the magazines except in airports. And so it felt like a real luxury to them. And then, of course, it's something to make the time more fun as well. Those are great hacks. And I like the idea of it being a long book because I hate being on an airplane and being worried that I'm going to finish my uh, book before uh, the plane lands. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's good to have something really, really good to sink your teeth into. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you, Odelia, and also Odelia's mother for these great hacks. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Gretch, this next travel hack comes from Jill. She says, I have one for traveling solo with a pet. Several times a year, I drive from Maryland to South Carolina to visit family. In the summer, driving long distances with my dog, Oscar, was a challenge. Animals aren't allowed inside rest stops or gas stations, and it's dangerous to leave pets in the car in the summer heat. I had the idea of looking for pet smarts and pet codes along the route. They are often in shopping strips right off the highway. Pets are allowed inside, they're air-conditioned, and have clean public restrooms. The dog can come with me on my breaks instead of waiting in a hot car, and we both travel much happier. What a great idea. Yes. And I think a lot of those places also do have some human snacks by the register. So uh-huh. you can get some snacks, too. <laughs> yeah, while you're at it. And now here's another call-in from a listener. Hi, guys. My name is Sarah, and I'm from Richmond, Virginia. And my happiness hack for vacation travel is grocery pickup service. I can't tell you how many times I have done this at home and it has saved my life. And I thought, I wonder if this would work when I'm on vacation. And sure enough, a lot of grocery stores offer local pickup service at their store. So while you're on the road, you can place your order and then just pull into the grocery store parking lot pick up all the groceries that you need for your trip, and you can be on your way. So thanks so much. Love your show. Yeah, this is the thing that more and more stores let you place your order online and then schedule a time and go pick it up. I never thought of using it this way as like you're in a new city, and so you're going to stock up for whatever you need for, um, for your vacation. Yeah, it's funny because I actually find the whole trip to the grocery store at the start of a vacation like a barrier to entry for renting a house. (laughs) I hate that trip to the grocery store where like you want to start your vacation, but first you have to spend like an hour in the grocery store. So I think this is fantastic. 
Well, it's funny that you say that because Jamie, literally his favorite part of that is the trip to the grocery store. He <laughs> loves that. He loves filling up the card and like, oh, we need ketchup. And oh, I mean, he loves it. So he would never do this because he loves the trip to the grocery store. But this <laughs> is a great example. Like if that part is not fun for you, there's a hack for that. Okay, Gretch, our next hack is from Emily. She says, I have a great travel tip for you borrowed from a blog, the Disney Tourist Blog. They suggest packing a room spray or air freshener in a scent you haven't used before and using it in your hotel room. When you return from the trip, spray the scent or light a candle with the scent at home and you will have memories of the vacation. I first did this four years ago, and still, whenever I light a Meyer lemon candle, I recall precious memories of my daughter's first trip to Disney World. Well, I love this one because it's about smell, which, of course, I'm obsessed yes. with, and also memory. And it's interesting. Other listeners suggested using, like, a scented lotion or perfume, mm. kind of in the same mm-hmm. way. Like, this was my honeymoon perfume or this was the lotion that I used, you know, when my daughter was first born or something like that as a way to use smell to make a specific time or trip or vacation or place, um, like to have it help it trigger those memories. So I love that use of smell to um, make traveling more fun and more memorable. Yeah. And Gretchen, that hack is a good illustration of this hack, which comes from Heather. She said, as for my favorite travel hack, read travel blogs. I have found so many neat local gems doing a little research prior to arriving in my destination of choice. That's a great idea. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Sunny wrote in with a great one. She said, we're on the road now in an RV in Montana. Here is a tip for traveling couples. Learn to play cribbage. We play almost every day. It's a lot of fun and we have to face each other, which is great after days of being side by side while driving. Um, this is a great idea, and it reminds me of a friend of mine told me that her grandmother's advice was that every couple should have an indoor game and an outdoor game that they played together. I will say that Jamie and I have neither an indoor game or an outdoor game, but maybe we should learn cribbage. <laughs> yeah, Adam and I don't have a, a game either, Gretch, indoor or outdoor, but Jack and I have recently started playing Uno. Oh, I love Uno. That's the only card game that I really like. Um, and it, it's super, super easy. This is a great family game. This is, okay, like here, spontaneous hack. Uno, fun for the whole family, even it if you really don't like is. card games. Yes, excellent. And Gretch, here are a few hacks related to the same travel challenge, which is figuring out what to do and who gets to decide. This was first inspired by our Know Yourself Better in episode 174 when we asked, what's more important to you, the company or the event? Sharon writes, when traveling with my spouse, friends, or our adult children, we have each person select one or two must-dos for our trip. It is okay if people share the same must-dos. Examples include places to visit, specific restaurants or specialty food items to eat, hikes or tours. That way, each person is guaranteed to do at least one thing they want to do, even if it is not particularly important to the others. And then a variation on that, Gretch, Emily describes something similar as the three choices game. When making choices that involve others, where to eat dinner, which movies to watch, where to go on vacation, etc., one person suggests three choices and the other selects just from those three. This way, you're both sharing the burden in making the choice, and it guarantees that you both actually like the choice. Well, I think these are great ideas because, first of all, there's the decision problem when people are like, well, what do you want to do? I don't care. What do you want to do? And that can become tiresome. But then it's also can become a problem if somebody feels like they're not their desires aren't being taken into account or somehow getting overlooked. 
And what, from my observation, this can sometimes particularly be an issue with obligers, especially if you have many obligers who are all trying to meet each other's expectations. This way you make sure that everybody articulates their list and everybody's list gets taken into account and respected. Mm. And so I think all the variations on this really can work well for making sure that everyone has a good time and um, no one's choices get overlooked. And Gretch, here are some hacks that just seem very useful and practical. Frankie says, I live in a vacation destination and I am always seeing tourists surprised when it rains. It's summertime in Florida. It rains here almost every day. My travel hack is to check the weather for your destination and plan accordingly. Raincoats, umbrellas, even a poncho will keep you and your stuff dry while you wait out the storm. Now, I don't know why I find this so difficult, but I cannot wrap my mind around the idea that the weather is going to be different where I go. Even if I know <laughs> I know it's going to be radically different, it's very yeah. hard for me to really like wrap my mind around the idea that it's going to be hot or it's going to be cold or it's going to be raining. So I really have to observe this. Um, another good one from Nancy was to put strips of colorful duct tape on the sides of otherwise boring black luggage to make it easier to spot. I think that's a simple solution for a common problem, which is just like picking out your bag if it looks like everybody else's bag. Yeah, I'm seeing more and more people doing that, yes. whether it's the duct tape or tying a ribbon, a colorful ribbon around the handle. Or buying like a, one of the things for the handle that's like a bright fluorescent circle or something. So it's very distinctive. Yes, a luggage yeah. tag. A very dis- That's what I try to do, distinctive luggage tags. Yeah. Now, here's the secret of adulthood that I think is very applicable in this travel hack, which is, if possible, leave room in the suitcase. You're always happy yes. if you have a little extra room in the suitcase. And I mean, literally and figuratively. Uh-huh. Um, but in this, okay, in this context, literally, it's good to have room in the suitcase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That way, if you buy souvenirs, it's not, you know, packing them doesn't become incredibly yeah. stressful. And then just getting your clothes back in the suitcase is so much easier if there's room there. Yeah. Sarah says, always pack a pair of warm socks, no matter where you are going or what season it is. If the hotel room is freezing or over air conditioned, warm socks will save you. They are also great for red eye flights on freezing airplanes. Well, this is a great idea. I've never once done this, and I think this is fantastic. I dress for Arctic temperatures when I'm traveling. Like, I find planes insanely cold. I always, we talked about our Uniqlo jackets a a while back, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth. I always bring my Uniqlo jacket. Even if I'm going someplace, you know, in the hundreds, I know that the airplane is (laughs) going to be cold. And so I always bring it on the plane with me for exactly that reason. And I think warm socks are a great idea, too. Yeah, because a lot of hotel rooms have robes, but very few have slippers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gretch, here Robin has a travel hack um, that embraces whimsy. She says, I wanted to chime in on your idea of planning a little surprise. My husband and I have the opportunity to take two mini vacations this summer. When we tried to plan them earlier this year, we kept losing steam when we were both involved in trying to plan the trips. We were both so easygoing and accommodating that it was actually hard to commit. So we each took ownership of one trip. Then we decided to keep each trip as a mystery for each other. The planning of the mystery trip, anticipating what the other person has planned, and the going on the actual trip has literally quadrupled the pleasure of these trips. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they're two obligers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sounds like it. Back to this idea of how do you accommodate people's things. This is so fun. I love the idea of a mystery trip. 
Now, Barbie also, like, very practical. She points out that the number one things that people leave behind in hotel rooms is cell phone chargers. And she says that if you're, like, getting ready to run out at 10 p.m. to get a new cell phone charger, Hmm. if you just ask at the front desk, they can often lend you one overnight. So you don't have to make a special trip to get one. You can just wait till you're out and about the next day. That's, like, a nice little tip. That is a nice tip. Um, Gretch, on the subject um, of leaving behind, um, oh. you left behind something <laughs> that I don't think a lot of people leave behind. You left your whole suitcase when you and I were in Santa Barbara together. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I remember we were just pull after the long drive home, we were just pulling up into your in front of your house. And it was at that moment that I realized that I had never put my suitcase in your trunk. Uh, oh, but the things that go wrong often make the best memories. And let's just, we will be laughing about that for the rest of our lives. But yes, yes. I had my cell phone charger, but not my suitcase. <laughs> um, and here's one nice last hack uh, from Megan, um, who's an anxious flyer. So this is a great hack if you're an anxious flyer. While trying to park, get to the terminal, navigate security, and get on the plane, I make a conscious effort to find 30 opportunities to be kind. Trying to jam 30 opportunities into the short time frame really occupied my mind and kept me from focusing on my anxiety. Some of the moments were very small, such as not crowding the poor mom in front of me who was trying to get her kids in stroller through security, smiling at her rather than joining in the scowls of the people behind me. It really made my trip that much better. Actively doing something was a really effective way to harness my emotions rather than to just try not to be anxious. That's a great That's hack. So nice. Yes. Thank you, Megan. Yes. It made her travel easier, and it made a lot of other people's travel much nicer, too, I bet, uh, as well. Yes. So thanks, everyone, for these incredible hacks. Yes. Um, I'll be using a lot of them. Yes. And coming up, we've got our travel-related demerits and gold stars. But first is break. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, it's time for Demerits and Gold Stars. And Elizabeth, this is an even-numbered episode, which means it's your turn to do a demerit. 
Yes, Scratch. So here's my um, travel-related uh, demerit, which is that we promised Jack a trip to Legoland this summer, mm-hmm. and I have not booked that trip, and I am terrified it might be totally sold out at the uh. hotel there, and so I've been afraid to look. But, of course, every day that I don't look and don't book a trip, it becomes more likely that it's sold out. So I'm creating my own vicious circle here. I have done this so many times. Why is that? It's like you're so worried about a bad news that it gets worse. Or it's like I so dread making airplane reservations that I want to mm-hmm. wait and wait, and the flight, the prices just go up. I, uh Yeah. Oh. So I don't know. I, um... I've got to do it. And also it involves like figuring out a good time. Yeah. And now my work is so intense that it's like, I feel like I don't know what weekends I'll have free. So it's that sort of added thing of feeling like whatever I plan is yes. end up getting totally yes. messed up anyway. Yes. And I suggested to Jack, I'm like, maybe you should just go with dad during the week. Cause that's much simpler. But Adam doesn't like to ride the rides that I will ride with Jack because Jack's becoming a roller coaster kid. So, oh. so he needs me there to be his his ride buddy. Ah, oh, that's hard. Oh, I know that feeling when you're like, whatever I pick, it's going to be the most inconvenient yes. time possible. So you just don't want to pick. Yeah, I know that feeling. But Gretch, you um, have a gold star. What's your gold star? Yes, I have a gold star, and it involves uh, challenging a limiting belief. So as I mentioned, I recently went on a business trip to Los Angeles, and I did not get to see Elizabeth, which was sad, but I was in Los Angeles. And um, just like sometime before that trip, a friend of mine had to reschedule a lunch that we had planned together because she said, oh, I decided to bring my daughter on this business trip with me. And so she's going to be at work with me, so let's have lunch another day. And I thought, oh, I never bring my children on a business trip. And then I was like, why don't I bring my children on a, on a business <laughs> trip? And so Eliza had just been, her internship, her summer internship had just ended and there was time to get her a plane ticket. And I thought, well, why doesn't she just come to Los Angeles with me? Now, part of the draw was that we were going to get to see you and Adam and Jack. Um, mm-hmm. But we, <laughs> she and I had an amazing time. It was really fun for me to have her there. We had a wonderful little kind of uh, mother-daughter adventure. I didn't actually have that much time i had to do like three meetings but that's not that much time in terms of like a whole span of days and uh it was just like she'd never been to los angeles before so i was like wow i i just had this limiting belief i never bring my daughters with me and it's like well i could if they don't have to be at school or you know working or something so i did and it was great yeah and it was just and as eliza pointed out you don't have to be gone for very long before it feels like you really got away Yes. Uh, we felt like we had been gone a long time by the time we got back to New York. So it was great. Even though we didn't get to yes. see you, we had an amazing time. I know. And I, I watched your trip in the photos you sent. <laughs> <laughs> it, looked, it looked great. <laughs> it was fun. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Once again, thanks, listeners, for all your ideas about how to make travel easier, less hassle, and more fun. Because traveling is a great way to add to happiness. Thank you to our producer, Odelia Rubin. I will have to plan a romantic airplane (laughs) picnic for Adam one of these days. And thank you to Andy Bowers and Kristen Meinzer of Panoply. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft and Gretchen is at Gretchen Rubin. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. 
And if you like the show, you know what I'm going to say. Please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting app. The resources for this week. I had forgotten that I have a bunch of bookmarks with my Habits Manifesto printed on them. This is, mm. These are the 12 principles that I think are the most important to keep in mind if you're trying to master a habit. So if you would like a bookmark with my Habits Manifesto, I will send it to you. Email me. I will need your address. This is a physical thing that I will mail to you. And for that reason, I'm sorry, I can mail to U.S. and Canada only. So I'm sorry that this is limited to U.S. and Canada listeners. So email me at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And also, anybody, no matter where you live, you can get the Moment of Happiness newsletter, which is a daily free email that I send out where I highlight a wonderful quotation, because I, I have this gigantic trove of quotations, all about happiness, so you can sign up for that. Yes, I read it every morning when I'm brushing my teeth. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so nice. Aww. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and Upward. <laughs>